the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Here we are now in the, uh, the fifth week. We jump a couple weeks into Denha, and we're still, again, unwrapping this gift of Jesus. Remember, as we travel through the Gospel of John, we learn a little bit more of Jesus, His mission, who He is, and how He's impacting our life. I hope you paid attention to the past verses from the previous weeks. Here is John talking about light and darkness. Here is Jesus Christ who is the light of the world. And here is the darkness which some people prefer. Now, when we look deeper into the messages, right, when we look deeper into the text, what we have to realize is that no small detail in John, as we said before, ever must be overlooked, right? It's never overlooked. Here is Nicodemus, a Pharisee. Here is here he is, a leader of the Jews, meaning he is this great teacher of wisdom, this great teacher of spiritual things, and even he comes to Jesus at night. Why at night? Because he's spiritually ignorant. Because he doesn't quite understand. Because part of it doesn't want to come to the light. He wants to kind of stay in the darkness. And we see the more in which he speaks with Jesus, the more in which he doesn't get it the more in which he misses the point. The more in which he just is lost. But Nicodemus still attempts to find Jesus. He still looks for him. And Jesus answers all of his questions. My brothers and sisters, as we said in the past, the past couple of weeks, do not get too comfortable in the darkness. Do not get too comfortable in the darkness of your sin, because the darkness of your sin leads you nowhere. But the darkness of the sin, sometimes we don't even realize we sit in darkness. But we do. The sins that constantly kind of overflow us are what leads us away from God. And sometimes we don't realize we're in sin until sometimes, God forbid, it's too late. Here is the light of the world, Jesus tells us, who comes into the light of the world. But people don't want to come to it. They prefer the darkness. They love the darkness. They love their sin. Here is Nicodemus who tries. He's trying to find Jesus. And the more he questions it, the more puzzled he is. Jesus says, unless you are born from above, you will not understand these things. Unless you are born of water and spirit, you will not understand this, these things. You will not understand these things. What does it mean to be born of water? For all of us who have received baptism, this is how we receive the spirit. We receive, we are now in God's kingdom. Here is Jesus who is proclaiming God's kingdom. And how do we live as part of God's kingdom? By being baptized. Then he says, of the Spirit. When we receive confirmation. Whenever it is that you come to Mass and receive the Eucharist, whenever it is that you receive the sacraments, the Spirit is working. The Holy Spirit is at work in our lives constantly. But do we believe it? Do we walk in the way of the Spirit? Nicodemus doesn't get it. He's still thinking in worldly terms. How is it that I can be born again? Is it possible for me to enter into my mother's womb a second time and be born a second time? Jesus says you're not going to get it. If you keep thinking in worldly terms, you're not going to get it. You see, when we are born in baptism, when we are born of the Spirit, which we all have here as Christians, there's something that happens. If we allow the Holy Spirit to work in our life, there's something that happens. 
God takes us out of this world in a spiritual sense. He takes us out of this world and He brings us up into His world and we have a new way of looking at things. We have a new way of looking at life. You see, all of us, because we're human, we're going to fall into sin. We're going to fall into these things of life which are not necessarily bad, such as, you know, when I wake up in the morning, what am I going to look for? What am I going to be? Am I going to look for wealth, power, honor, all these things, right? Wealth, power, honor, pleasure, whatever it might be. These things are not bad in themselves. They are very nature. As humans, this is what we desire. When it becomes bad, but when it becomes bad, is when we are not transformed by the Holy Spirit, when we are not transformed with God, when we are not taken up with God, and we transform ourselves to see life differently. That's when these things become bad. That's when wealth, that's when pleasure, that's when all these things kind of take us off to the wayside. When we don't see the same way that God wants us to see. And what it is that He's done for us. He's given us faith, hope and love, faith that we live in God's kingdom. Hope, that we don't hope for anything on this earth because everything on this earth dies away. Love, that when we give up our lives for Him, we truly know what it is to love when we give up our lives for one another. We love. And when we see it in this way, everything is transformed. We use wealth for God. We use our pleasure to seek God. We use our power, we use our honor, we use... Everything is used to see God in a new light. My brothers and sisters, we enter into the season of Ba'utha. As we enter into the season of Ba'utha, rather the three days of Ba'utha, the week of Ba'utha, right? We enter into these days of Ba'utha. I feel like a lot of it has kind of, we've kind of toned it down as to what it means to fast. We've kind of toned it down as to the meaning of Ba'utha. We've kind of, kind of get, not given it much thought. We haven't given it much thought. Eh, what do I need to do Soma for? Whatever it might be. All these, don't drink water, don't drink, no, there's a deeper thing. Eh, what does it matter if I do the prayers, not do the prayer, I'll pray at home. No. We're missing the point of what it means to pray. We're missing the point of what it means to fast. We're missing the point. You see, these days about it can be a very powerful time. Jesus tells Nicodemus in the Gospel today, you don't know where the wind blows. The wind is mysterious. You don't know where it comes from, where it goes, but you see the effects of it. The Holy Spirit is the same thing. Whenever it is that we allow the Holy Spirit to work in our lives, we don't know where it's going to take us. We don't know where it's going to take us at all. But we're open to the movement of God, we're open to the movement of the Holy Spirit, and we allow Him to move us in those mysterious ways, but we cannot unless we pay attention. We cannot unless we truly pay attention, and that's what these days of Ba'utha remind us. After Ba'utha comes Lent, and that's greater focus on God. But for Ba'utha, why is it that we fast? Why is it that we pray? Why is it that we fast? And why is it that we pray? My brothers and sisters, these days of Luther, when we do pray, and we pray in general, what is prayer, right? A lot of times we have kind of like, oh, it's conversation with God, it's just kind of asking for what we need, things of that nature, but it goes much deeper than that. It's us lifting up our hearts and our minds to God. As we lift up our hearts and our minds to God, we are given the power by the Spirit to ask what it is that we need. We are given the power of the Spirit to understand, to be called children of God. And when we are children of God, we can talk to Him, to our Father. We are children, we have a Father. Now we speak to Him. And during these days of Ba'utha, how beautiful is it? 
How beautiful is it? Today Jesus talks about a gift that he gives us, a gift. That even though we don't deserve anything, he continuously gives us gifts. He continuously invades us with love. He continuously invites himself into our heart, even though we don't deserve it. These days about are beautiful. It tells us, Lord Jesus, I'm not worthy of any of these things. Without you, I am nothing. Without you, I can ask, I can ask nothing, I can do nothing, I don't deserve anything, and yet, here you are, you still love me through it all, and you still save me through it all, even though I am worse than an animal, I am worse than a dog. I continuously betray you. I pray that I don't betray you any longer. And then we fast. Why do we fast? Why? The reason is, is because here it is, we have to realize that we are dependent upon God. Fasting helps us to realize that we are dependent upon God. Sometimes our desires for bodily things, sometimes our desires to eat, sometimes our desires for pleasure, whatever it might be, can control us. There's one spiritual writer who says that, you know, inside all of us is a little kid. And in that, in that little kid is always kind of like, I want ice cream, I want it now, I want it now, I want it now, I want pleasure now, I want it now. And we satisfy that little kid. When we satisfy the little kid that's inside of us, and give him that ice cream, and can't control ourselves, we don't actually feel hungry, or we can't control those bigger things in life. Whether it's our desire for pride, whether it's our desire for money, whatever it might be, we can't control those bigger things if we can't control the most simple things. So why is it we fast? So that we truly feel hunger. We truly feel discipline. We feel control. And when we feel that control, when we feel that hunger, guess what? We're going to hunger for deeper things. We're going to hunger for justice. We're going to hunger for meaning. We're going to hunger for purpose. We're going to hunger for real value. We're going to hunger, yes, of course, for God. We need to hunger. We need to control ourselves. We need to thirst. We need to hunger and thirst for Him. That's what it helps us to do. That's why we fast. But I want us to change your idea on fasting. Yes, in addition to not eating meat, in addition to not drinking water until noon, in addition to all those things, right, no dairy, I want us to really focus on fasting. Maybe f fast from something that really distracts you from God. What is it that's distracting? What is it that's taking you away from prayer? What is it that's taking away from you? What is the sin that is truly impacting my life? The one that makes me too comfortable in the darkness. What is it? Identify it. Fast from it. Take these days of Ba'utha seriously. When you come here in this church and you pray these Ba'utha prayers, realize what it is you're praying. Lord Jesus, I don't deserve any of these things. I don't deserve it. But yet, you still give it to me. My brothers and sisters, take these days of Ba'utha. Let it help you realize that without God, we are nothing. Without God, we are nothing. Amen?